the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. A great day throughout Central Florida, a beautiful day. It's a great day in Apopka, and it's a great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter. Have a great show for you today. We're very pleased that you're joining us here on 1520 WBZW, Apopka's hometown radio station, for Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's a program that covers everything happening with Blue Darter, Apopka Blue Darter Sports. Look forward to being joined by Coach Scott Williams in just a few minutes. And then we'll also talk about other sports as well in the, later in our program. First of all, I want to, of course, let you know about our friends over at Florida Door Solutions who support not only all of the broadcast for Apopka Blue Darter Sports here on 50, our stations, the 1520 WBCW, and our sister stations as well, but who also support many aspects, uh, community aspects, and and sports, youth sports in Apopka. Florida Door Solutions is a local family-owned business, and in the best Apopka tradition, Florida Door Solutions gives back. Florida Door Solutions supports youth sports in Apopka, Apopka Little League, our local schools, including the Apopka Blue Darters, and and our champion Apopka Blue Darter Athletics. So when you have garage door problems, Florida Door Solutions will have your solution. You can find them, at, of course, at FLADoor.com. That's FLADoor.com. Or just give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR. 866-FLA-DOOR. And tell them Roger Franklin Williams sent you. Now let's go to Apopka Blue Daughter head basketball coach, Coach Scott Williams. Hello, Coach. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Roger. It's good to be here. Good morning. And, you know, Coach, a lot has happened in the week since we've spoken with Apopka basketball. Many, many good things, uh, some adversity along the way as well. Um, last Friday night, a huge road win at Edgewater, one, one of the premier programs in Florida, and we captured the Metro Conference Championship, which is a wonderful um, landmark and achievement for Blue Daughter basketball. Saturday night, we went over to the First Academy to the tournament they had there, another one of the elite basketball programs in the state of Florida, get, garnered a win over there, and those wins were achieved with with a not your full strength lineup. Most recently, an, a stirring game last night at Windermere, which we covered, which we broadcast. Again, one of the elite programs in the state of Florida, um, and we we came away, we lost, but we also had a depleted lineup with three key starters missing in that game. Why don't you just start? Can we start with the game last night? Because the the effort and the intensity of 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 your guys was just it was extraordinary under some of the most difficult circumstances in a playoff type road game uh, at Windermere against a a, a top rated team at Windermere. Yeah, Roger, it it really was a a very special night and a special effort for our kids, uh, for people that that maybe don't follow high school basketball as closely, uh, for the entire state of Florida. Uh, Windermere is currently ranked number 11 um, uh, at home. They are even tougher to beat. Uh, they have an incredible home court uh, environment. Um, and last night was uh, was pretty close to a sellout. It was a packed house and their first senior night. And so even if we were at full strength and go over there and play well, um, I, I don't know. It's probably 50-50 if we win that basketball game. And, um, you know, and, and I wish we were not because of winning and losing. I wish we were because I just love, I love Mark. He's my best friend. He's the best man at my wedding. Um, 
love what they do, and the competition against them would have been a great primer to get us ready for the playoffs. But, you know, sometimes circumstances dictate otherwise. And, um, you know, it's funny. Um, we can talk about the disadvantages of, of injury and stuff. But one of my great worries two, three weeks ago was um, how am I going to get some rest to our key guys? And so tongue-in-cheek, I'll say, well, I'm not having to worry about getting guys rest right now because they're resting with their various um, – injuries and stuff and thank goodness none of them are uh you know are believed to be serious moving into next week um uh, uh zach anderson just had a little bit of a, a back that's out of adjustment no no structural muscular problems just it's out of adjustment and needs work on a regular basis and you know he's tall and he's growing and and all of those things and um you know, he'd been kind of, he'd played and we sat him and we played. And I finally just decided on Monday night, on senior night, just, okay, Zach, we're done. And we're going to sit you for a week and let you just rehab it and rest it and take care of it. And, you know, he's been, he's been working on the stationary bike at practice and trying to maintain his conditioning. And, you know, he'll be back next week. Uh, John Latimer against First Academy, the game over there, uh, makes a, a really good finish at the rim of about five minutes to go in a game that was still in doubt and gets popped in the in the eye with an inadvertent elbow and um and so they had to get him all sutured and plastered up and stitched up and you know the doc said look you know you're gonna be fine but uh until we get these things out on monday you can't play and so you know he's been conditioning hard we've been wearing him out at practice every day just just keeping him in shape but he can't do anything competitive and live and then uh and then early this week um Nathan Lewis who's kind of been carrying us through the stretch of injuries to those two guys and uh, Keeving ATN as well you know Nate's really been the bulwark and and came in and and caught the flu and so he's uh, he's now two full days into his recovery and feeling well. In fact, he'll actually come up here later this afternoon and, and just kind of get some shot work in with us very light just to kind of sweat it out a little bit. And so, you know, to be perfectly honest, with the exception of John, that would medically not be cleared, if, if tomorrow's game were one where we had had to win a playoff game, um, you know, probably Nate and Zach would go. I don't know how great they'd be tomorrow, but I think we have them. And so going into next week, having those guys back will be great. So that takes us back to last night where your three leading scorers are out. That's over at 65% uh, or more of your offense uh, against a team that, you know, um, has been ranked number one in class 8A most of the year. And, uh, and, and they and Edgewater uh, will most likely see each other in a district final and then two rounds later in the Sweet 16. And, and you know, I think the winner of that game has a great chance to win a state title. And, um, you know, I love Jason at Edgewater, dear friends, but Mark's my guy. And, you know, I, I hope they get it done. Uh, and so it was an unbelievable environment. Our kids had every reason to go over there and just feel bad and, you know, hey, what will be will be, and we're, you know, down in the mouth. And, you know, that's just not who we are. That's not who a Popka is. And uh, we battled like heck and, and uh, um, had a great, a great first half where really we, we, had, we, had three, we had three loose ball slash rebound situations that we should have grabbed, didn't, got kicked out, they made threes. And it's 25-20 at the half, or 25-22 at the half. You take those away, and we'd be leading. Third quarter, we come out, and uh, as we know he is capable, um, Rudy Gatling is able to get it going. We're able to get him clean and some looks. And, you know, all of a sudden, we're up at the end of the third quarter. We're up with, with four minutes to go. And and the fatigue wall unfortunately grabbed us and 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 it 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 found itself in a couple of key areas we just didn't have the legs and the mental wherewithal to be able to keep cutting as hard and moving without the ball which would create the space that had given us the offensive opportunities earlier and so because we came became more stand around the the really good defense at Windermere was able to kind of shut us down and our offense just kind of got stagnant and and then defensively 
they really they spread the floor with a great you know they have a great interior post player um, who's already signed Division One and and then they surround him with four really really good shooters and uh, hard to defend and and you know whereas in the first three quarters three and a half quarters they're throwing passes out to their shooters and we're able to arrive on the catch and be there and you know try to mitigate some of that you know now we're a step late and you can't be a step late against a great team and uh, you know so they made the plays down the stretch and. Um, you know, the neatest thing, Roger, was um, you, you play a game like that and you just have such great effort. I mean, I, I literally, I mean, at, at halftime, I, I was a little emotional just telling the guys how proud I was of them and, uh, and just believing that what we were doing was very special and we maintained that. And, you know, you go into the locker room after that game, it would have been very easy for guys uh, to say, you know, hey, good job and be excited. We played great. And there was none of that. There was no moral victory. They were depressed. They were miserable. And to the fact where I had to worry about picking their spirits up, you know, I didn't want them to be disappointed, you know, a loss. And, and I, I stress what we talk about all the time. A win does not define us. A lose does not define us. Um, the scoreboard is not a relevant part of what we are as a basketball program, nor as men. And, um, I just um, I'm as proud today and last night as I've ever been as a basketball coach. And um, if you're a Blue Darter sports fan, uh, last night is a night that should make you very, very proud uh, of your school that you support because our guys were amazing. It really was an extraordinary effort, as I've told you and as I've shared with our with our friends and listeners. Your this 2018-19 version of a popular Blue Darter basketball is just a fun team to watch. They're one of those rare teams uh, over the course of my lifetime that's uh, you know on the very short list of teams that, that just brings you a lot of joy uh, every time you they go out there and you have a chance to watch them. And, and I think they even took it to a, 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 a new level last night. You said, uh, as, as we've talked about with the, the, the tremendous adversity, uh, three key starters out, as you said, 65% of our on-paper offense was not in the game. And it was just gratifying to see the way the guys rallied, circled the wagons. And um, and I, you know, we have our break t- coming up, but I'd like to just finish finish off this topic about the Windermere game Absolutely. Uh, when we come back and then also talk about you know the uh, capturing a, a Metro Conference championship at Edgewater and, uh, of course, looking ahead as we have a, another big game, road game versus Bartow. Uh, um, to look forward to, and then, of course, the district ch- uh, playoffs next week. And, of course, we'll be there over at Wekaiba for that uh, opening round where we take we play at Wekaiba at 7.30 next Wednesday. Well, friends, we're going to take a quick break on Blue Daughter Sports Central, and then we'll be back to speak with Coach Scott Williams. And I want to let you know, before we go to break, that our Apopka Blue Daughter broadcast of the Apopka Blue Daughter basketball game of the week is presented by Dr. Andre Baptiste and Baptiste Orthodontics. Baptiste Orthodontics looks forward to bracing the Blue Darters for success in 2019. Well, please stay with us. We'll be right back on Blue Darter Sports Central with Coach Scott Williams of Apopka Basketball. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back. Blue Daughter Sports Central, Roger Franklin Williams. want to let you know a brief programming note. We're actually not at Porky's today. It's one of those rare days we're not at Porky's, but we're speaking, we're in the studio today, and that's because we kind of have a kind of shorthanded staff-wise. Of course, we've got the big event, the Freedom Expo, with our sister station, FM 105.5, The Answer, and AM 660, The Answer, coming up tomorrow. And Joe and Pete and a lot of the guys are heavily involved in getting set up for that. So we're in the studio today. It's great to have you with us, and we look forward to being back at Porky's next week. Right now we're speaking Blue Darter basketball. We're speaking with Coach Scott Williams. Later in our show, we'll hear from Athletic Director Russell Wombles, and he'll give us a, a nice overview of a lot of positive, exciting things that are happening with a pop of Blue Darter Sports, uh, not the least of which was signing day for football, which took place this week. Before we go back to Coach Williams, of course, I want to let you know that our program is supported, and all the programs you hear on 1520 WBZW are supported by Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic, and BurnFatOrlando.com. 
And I also want to know, let you know that Dr. Patrick St. Germain has worked with athletes at all levels, from youth sports to elite college and professional athletes to Olympic champions. So when you're in pain, call Dr. St. Germain at 855-WHEN-IN-PAIN. That's 855-WHEN-IN-PAIN. When you're in pain, call Dr. St. Germain at 855-WHEN-IN-PAIN. Dr. Patrick St. Germain, proud to be voted best chiropractor once again. Now back to Coach Scott Williams. And, Coach, I would just like to finish up about the the the, the game versus Windermere last night. Came up just a little bit short after an outstanding effort under adverse conditions. Three key starters uh, not even dressed for the game. Um, and it, a couple things that I was thinking and actually shared on the radio before the in the pregame was a couple things, several things kind of needed to happen, as you said, for us just to even be in the game, for 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 us to keep from being blown out against an incredible team, a very quality team like Windermere um, on their home court, on their senior night, um, was one, you know, the the other remaining starters and guys that, 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 you know, frontline guys that play a lot had to step up their game and kind of had to fill the void for the guys that weren't there. But then also guys that were coming in and getting more playing time, especially getting play, playing time in, in more crucial moments than they normally get, needed not just to um, not make mistakes this time, they needed to to step their game up and, and play at a higher level as well. And, of course, everyone uh, who was dressed needed to play with, with uh, maximum intensity and passion, and it was gratifying to see all those three things unfold last night from my perspective, and I'd like to get your perspective. No, um you know, for for us to have a chance in a situation like that, um, we, I think, first and foremost, had to be just so committed to fighting every possession defensively and not letting them get untracked. You know, um, of course, we kind of, you know, fatigue, you know, Cologne knocked down the three threes in the fourth quarter, but I just thought we were sensational against him for three quarters. He's... I mean, their their shooting percentages for the year outside the arc are the kind that you would see a college or a pro team have in terms of the percentages and those things. I mean, it's it's their great strength, and and you know, then because what is typically our advantage, having great length inside, wasn't there. Now you got to deal with the rebounding issues because the two big kids they have are really a, a problem on the glass. And, we just fought. We just fought and fought and fought, and, and nothing was easy for them. And so that you know, so now you at least got a chance because now they're not scoring every trip. And then, you know, when we were at our best offensively, I thought we did a really good job of executing the, the things we wanted, and that was we wanted we wanted good movement to create spacing, and we wanted to really really try to make their big guys have to get out and defend ball screens. And um, and I thought we we worked very hard at executing that and made some plays and and then we had some guys just step up and 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 do some really neat things and um, look I've told people all year long you have to make tough decisions on how many guys you play the fact that we will be an eight deep basketball team probably next Wednesday night and Friday night does not mean that the other four varsity players plus the two kids we're going to call up are not good enough to play they are. I mean, they made the basketball team of a team that, at least in terms of a computer ranking, is number one in the state of Florida. Okay, those guys are really good basketball players. But what you have to do is you have to view the continuity and and how it affects flow and those things. The more, you know, because the more you play those guys, the less you are playing Zach, Nate, John, Keating, et cetera, et cetera. And so there's a balancing act. Greater depth versus greater continuity and making sure that your your really, really outstanding players are getting the reps they need to be at their best. And so uh, all year long, I keep, I've told people, look, these other guys, they're good basketball players. And what's made it so that they can have some success is they have come to the gym every day and been willing to work. It is I, – I, I've never you – know, I don't remember a team – where I haven't had to worry about the reserves coming to practice ready uh, as little as I've worried this year. Um, And that's a credit to the character, you know, the leadership first and the two seniors that are in that role, uh, Manny Brennan and Emmanuel Delvalar, both of whom, by the way, are playing very well right now. But their leadership when they weren't playing as much, 
and Isaac Joseph and Quanteri Roberson and Devin Leith, you know, those guys are going to be really fine players. And they're getting a chance, and they'll get a chance Saturday. They're going to play a bunch, and Saturday we're going to really run them in and out because we're going to be more we're going to be more aggressive defensively. We're going to be more because um, you know um, because of the, the style of the opponent and the style of play, and and so I, I'm just it's really gratifying to watch kids that have earned a right but don't get a chance to shine to be able to get out there and do that, and, and I'm just I'm, I'm so proud of them. You know, thank you for sharing that with us, and I feel the same way. And it, but it was gratifying to see him play so well too. You know, Manny Brennan got the start, and um, you know, he made as he as he always does when he's on the floor, made some ex, ex, exceptional um, hustle rebounds and and um, hustle re, you know, getting loose balls and going after loose balls. But yep. he also did some uh, made some great plays offensively last night. And um, you know, other guys as well did as well. As you talk about uh, Del Villar, you're talking about he's you know, you. Know, and, and, and he's representative of, of the, all the other guys, but he's just a guy that just loves to play. You know, when he's on the court, he's a guy that's it's given it every, everything he's got in, in, in every capacity. And, um, you know, it's just great to see those, those kinds of things. And, and one, one special note that I made note of, too, Coach, last night about last night was um, it was great to see uh, Jackson Edwards get on the floor early in in, in the first in the first quarter, actually. Um, right. And, and I, you know, from my perspective, he played well as well. You know, he's a player yeah, who, I, who, who I would say, normally near the end, I guess, in, in terms of minutes played. Well, you know, Jackson's a guy that we knew all year as he was developing on JV has is, is got a chance to be really, really helpful for us. And um, um, and so um, because of the fact that Windermere has not only one great big man, but they will also play two big men at the same time. You know, we needed Jackson to try to give us some minutes. And, you know, he got out there and just battled like heck. And, you know, Jackson's a big part of our future. You know, the one area that I just don't worry about is I'm not worried about our post play um, for the next two years. I've got a sophomore in Earl Lombardi who just keeps getting better and better. And I've got a sophomore in Jackson Edwards who's poised to really be ready to help us as well. And so that position is well manned, and uh, and it's nice not you know when when you're not worrying about your point guard position for two more years, and you're not worried about your post position, um, you know now you you worry about supplementing with your athletic wing people and stuff, uh, and, and and some guys that can make some shots. It, it makes it a lot easier for you as a coach. And of course Lombardi, he's another one of those guys that always got that. I love to play look on his face out there. Yeah, it's just, a, as I said before, it's, it's a fun team to watch every single one of them. And, you know, and, and I'll say this, too, about Earl. You know, Earl went to battle last night with a heavy heart. Um, he lost his grandmother this week, and uh, the funeral will be at the start of next week. And, um, you know, of course, the Lombardi family, uh, people that followed Blue Dart Athletics, his older sister Cassie was, a, was an outstanding player for our women's program and is currently at Central Florida State College uh, in Ocala uh, as a part of their basketball basketball team and um and and so uh, he was very fond of her and I, I hope I'm I, I I hope that I'm not volunteering information that the family would like, but I mean it just uh you know, he, he's been just battling through it and and uh you know these kids are these kids are, are human beings and they go through all kind of things and the fact that they give so much of their energy towards a team and, and the front of the jersey and their teammates is really inspiring. Speaking with Coach Scott Williams, a Blue Darter basketball head coach on Blue Darter Sports Central, right now, and Coach, we got about three minutes. I you know, love, you, feel free to address anything you'd like to, but I would uh, you know like to give you the opportunity to speak a little bit about the you know uh, capturing the the Metro Conference Championship at Edgewater last Friday night. Well, you know, it's something that it you know because it doesn't affect playoffs and things. It, to some extent, it's a subsidiary goal, but you know if you've got a good club in the Metro and in, in the West in particular, you know, for people that don't know, there are 10 public high schools that make up our side of the Metro conference. And if you know anything about basketball, when I mentioned Dr. Phillips, Olympia, West Orange, Evans, Okoe, uh, Wakiva, Jones, um, Edgewater, um, I, you know, whoever else I forgot, uh, Windermere, um, you're talking about some of the best basketball programs in the state of Florida. And if you make your way through, and we were 8-0, and we finished 8-1 and won the Metro, um, 
by virtue of our head-to-head win over Edgewater last week. It is a tremendous accomplishment because it is a meat grinder playing those nine teams. Um, Every night you're going to be challenged in ways that just get you prepared. And I thought we we played a really tenacious basketball game over there last Friday. Two teams just really slugged it out, and and, uh, um, everybody contributed and made some plays. And uh, it was it was a very very special win and something that as a program uh, we're very proud to, to win the Metro Conference and know that, that that's, uh, that's not an easy thing to do, uh, especially on our side because of the depth of basketball talent with those 10 schools. But, uh, no, it's a, gr- a great milestone, I think, and uh, another great uh, thing to put in, uh, put in your, your feather in your cap and a trophy in the trophy case. Well, Coach, we're down to about our last minute. Of course, we're looking forward to um, you, you've got that one road game at Bartow last regular season game, and then district tournament starts next Wednesday night at Wekaiva. We'll play Wekaiva at 7.30 p.m. Just do you have a, a word about that? Um, we better be ready. We better be ready. There is nothing There is nothing in the world that is uh, um, more terrifying than um, making sure your kids can stay in the present and and just enjoy the moment of playing in a game where if you win, you get into the state playoffs. Um, you know, we simply are talking about we want to be our best. I don't care about winning. I want to be our best. If we're our best and we lose, then I have no regrets. I want to be our best, play our best, try our best, care our best, love our best. And, um, you know, we've done everything to this point we can to be in the best situation possible. It is extremely hard to beat your arch rival three times in a season, and we're going to have to do that. But if we do, then we're back in the state playoffs, and we got a chance then next Friday to win a district title. And, and I love our guys, and I think we'll be ready to go. We look forward to being there next Wednesday, February 13th at Wekaiva, 7.30 p.m. You'll hear it all right here on 1520 WBZW, presented by Baptiste Orthodontics. Coach Williams, thank you for joining us today. Uh, Roger, thank you, my friend. I really appreciate it. Friends, we'll take a quick break on Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. When we come back, we'll talk to Apopka High School Athletic Director Russell Wombles. Please stay with us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's great to be with you today. It's a great day throughout Central Florida. It's a great day in Apopka. It's a great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter. I want to remind you we're not at Porky's today, which is our norm, but uh, we'll be back there. Look forward to being back there next Friday. And um, we're coming to you from the studio today. It was great to speak with Coach Scott Williams about our Apopka Blue Darter basketball season. They have had an outstanding regular season, and of course, everything will start all over again next Wednesday night as we kaiba as we enter the district tournament, and every basketball team throughout the state of Florida enters the district tournament, and that's going to be, um, you know, everybody starts all over again, 0-0. In a moment, we'll be joined by Russell Wombles, athletic director at Apopka, and of course, also former Blue Darter baseball player. And before we go to Russell, I want to give you another word about Porky's. Of course, you know a lot, I'm sure, or you hear a lot about the great traditional barbecue sandwiches at Porky's, such as their pulled pork, their sliced pork, beef brisket, but also you know, they've got the great specialty sandwiches, such as the, the monster ribeye sandwich, the barbecue Cuban, the pig dip, the bone-in rib, and that's a particular favorite of John Perry and many other great specialty sandwiches that you'll only get at Porky's. But I also want to let you know about some of the plates, the barbecue plates you can get. Of course, you can get pulled pork, chopped pork, or sliced pork plate, half a chicken or or a quarter chicken. And, of course, there's the classic beef brisket and the two-meat combo or the three-meat combo. 
kind of have to stop there, but you kind of get the idea. And especially the great thing about Porky's is in addition to the great food, you'll be around a bunch of great people at Porky's in a relaxed down home atmosphere. That's Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka, 256 East Main Street, also known, better known as Highway 441. Find out more at Porky'sApopka.com and find out about their catering at Porky'sApopka.com. Porky's has the best catering department you can find anywhere, and we'll tell you more about that a little bit later. Porky's Barbecue. Get over to see Steve, Heather, Rebecca, Vanessa, and the gang at Porky's Apopka, and be sure to tell them you're an Apopka Blue Darter. Now let's go to Russell Wombles, Athletic Director of the Apopka Blue Darters. Hello, Russell. Hey, thanks for joining us today. Hey, Roger. Good to be with you. You know, Russell, there's um, a lot of great things happening um, on the campus of Apopka High School. I'm glad you could join us on short notice to talk about some of the highlights there. Of course, as we've been covering Apopka Blue Darter basketball, having an outstanding season, and uh, but I just uh, you know of course National Signing Day for football took place this week, but I'll just let you uh, start wherever you'd like to. What would be the first uh, uh, topic or sport you'd like to talk about? Uh, well, uh, we have a couple of girls that are currently up in Panama City at the state weightlifting meet. Uh, both of them won uh, uh, Harmony Cullen and Elena Corcus. Both won the Metro, the uh, district, and the region championships in their weight classes. So they're up competing in the state tournament today. Uh, we did have National Signing Day on Tuesday, in which we had 11 kids sign, not just football. Uh, we had two baseball, um, three football, one bowler, three girls soccer players, a boys volleyball player, and a girls volleyball player. And then we'll have more, uh, especially in football, that will be signing later as uh, as they make their determinations where they're going to go. Uh, we'll have another signing day in April. And those are... Kind of the highlights. I know you spoke with Coach Williams, so you all have probably covered uh, boys basketball pretty thoroughly. But uh, obviously, they're having a fantastic season and <clears throat> and played extremely shorthanded last night, and still uh, still almost came up with a big win on the road. So uh, uh, you know, we're looking for great things from them. Uh, district tournament starting next week, and uh, we. Uh, um, our, all of our, our girls' soccer team just lost in the region to uh, Oviedo, but they advanced to the regionals. And uh, our wrestling team is still going. Got a couple of kids that have a chance to make a little bit of a run there. And then uh, our spring sports, we're, we're kicking them off. I mean, uh, we start next week with some of our spring sports, which is uh, the busiest time of the year for us. And <clears throat> looking really strong in, in, in some of our spring sports, uh, especially uh, softball and uh Baseball, even though both graduated, you know, some some uh, a good number of, of players. We have some really high quality young kids coming in in both programs. So, uh, in the track program, uh, we're we're anticipating they'll do extremely well. Uh, also, so a lot of lot of good things happening right now at Popkin High School. And of course, it'll it'll wrap up with spring football. I'd like to talk to you about football a little bit later. But uh, right now, I I would like to just talk a little bit more about baseball. Of course, I know both of you and I are Blue Darter baseball alumni and have a special passion for the, especially the Blue Darter baseball program. You know, Coach Mike McDaniel, in his debut year, had a great first year. We had an excellent regular season. Unfortunately, we we got you know, it's, you know defeated there early in the in the postseason, which that, that happened. That's part of it. Um, but um, can you just talk about um, Coach McDaniel and, and especially the the first season um, as, as his first season as head coach? Well, I mean, we have an outstanding season. Uh, you know, unfortunately, we lost a real tough game. We, you know, we probably we probably have the toughest uh, district in the state of Florida, and in, 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 you know, in Class Nine A. So, uh, you know, it's one through one through four. Anybody beat anybody, and you know, any of those four teams could be ranked at any given time in the state. And, and we uh, we were the number one seed in the district, but uh, we played uh, Lake Brantley in the semifinals. And, you know, had a, had a lead and then had a light issue and had to come back the next day and play it. And, you know, the pitchers were burnt because of that. They weren't allowed to return because of uh, FHSA pitch limitation rules. So, you know, we wound up taking one on the chin there. But, um, you know, we, we had a good solid year. Our our uh, Metro, um, we were the Metro Conference champions for the first time since 1999, which, you know, actually surprised me. I wasn't even aware of that. So, 
when, when we uh, clinched the Metro West uh, last year, someone brought it to my attention. I had to go back and look it up, and I was very surprised that it's been, you know, 18 years since uh, we'd won a conference championship. But had a really good, solid year. Um, got a tremendous coaching staff, and, and they're all back uh, for the most part. And, and uh, you know, it's on the varsity level anyway. And so we're really, really, uh, you know, looking forward. Um, you know, we just had a couple kids sign the other day. And, you know, our, our ace pitcher, Caleb Stallings, will be back along with uh, several other really high-quality arms, a couple that people didn't see much of last year, a couple of sophomore lefties that, that throw the ball exceptionally well. It's been, they're going to see a lot of time this year. So, yeah, we're excited about it. We, we think we uh, we think we got a got a good chance to do some big things there. And, of course, you know, you, you hired Coach McDaniel, and you, you, knew him, you knew of him you know, already, but uh, can you talk about some of the things that kind of had caught your eye about Coach Mike McDaniel and you know, the reason that you felt that he would be a good fit for the Blue Darter baseball program? Well, just, you know, the things that he accomplished as a head coach at other places, and he, you know, he, he was at a, at a few schools where the talent level was not, you know, not the same as, you know, what, what you encounter, you know, in the Metro Conference, especially, you know, in a place like a pocket that has a strong tradition of baseball. And, uh, you know, the things that he was able to accomplish at, at some, some of those schools was just uh, very impressive. Um, and besides that, he had a really strong uh, background in, in college coaching, got just tons of contacts, uh, you know, both in the college ranks and the professional ranks. Hey, as a matter of fact, uh, I was in Boston this summer, and, you know, one of his real close friends is, uh, is one of the coaches on the uh, Red Sox staff. So, uh, me and a friend were able to actually get down on the field for BP before the game. So, you know, that was a plus for him. I, you know, I told him, you know, that, you know, uh, you know, that, that might've bought him a few extra games. You know, <laughs> but, so, uh, but yeah, I mean, he's, he's just a top notch, you know, coach, top notch person, his staff, Jason Sanders and, and, uh, and uh, Steve Stoll, who's a pitching coach, I mean, they're both big-time people. I mean, Steve Stoll was a was a big-time uh, pitcher at UCLA back in the day and played a lot of professional baseball and just has done a great job as a coach. Jason Sanders was the head coach that we got at one point. So, I mean, these these guys, man, they're they're just rock solid. They, you know, they work they work our kids really hard. They they you know they they teach them good life lessons and they expect them to play hard and act right. And, and that's exactly what we look for in our coaches. No, it's a real solid season, and you know it's and you know, those kinds of transitions don't aren't always easy. You know, Coach Lasser did an outstanding job, and you know he had a good program going. But you know, a lot of times, uh, you know, new coach comes in, and that doesn't keep going that way. So it was very, I think, impressive for way Coach McDaniel was able to come in, assess the situation, um, and continue to, to to do well, and um, for Blue Daughter baseball, and and, and really start making his mark. And um, now, Russ, now can you, I would like to have you um, maybe talk a little bit about, um, well, why don't you talk about softball too, because that's, that's one of our premier programs. Of course, Coach Mc, McWithy has been there for 30 plus years and, and has really established one of the elite programs in Central Florida with softball. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, they, they had a tremendous year last year. They were, they were ranked really, I mean, they were ranked in the top five most of the year. Uh, in the state and went into the district tournament as the, the definite favorite. And the most bizarre thing happened. Uh, I mean, we literally had, I believe, out of uh, I believe out of nine kids, um, we literally were missing five starters, I believe, in the district semifinal game, and and almost overcame that. You know, had we gotten you know past that, uh, and and you know we just had some injuries. And, illnesses and it was just I mean it just could not have happened at the worst time but uh had we gotten past that uh I mean uh you know we we had a really good chance to make a uh to make a big run no question so um you know we basically got you know we lost some really good kids but I'll but I'll say this um you know coaches telling me about uh I think I, mean, I think we graduated nine seniors but, you know, we were in the state top ten, like I said, last year. But we're reloading, and the expectations are, are really high. And, uh, I mean, he's got, I believe, five freshmen on the varsity team that he expected to uh, make a major contribution. And uh, we also have another young lady that's, uh, that moved in from uh, from Boone High School that was uh, 
you know, two-year starter for them. So, uh, you know, we really like, uh, really, really like this group. And obviously, Coach McCluzzi does an outstanding job. He has for years. And and so, uh, an, again, another program we're always proud of. And uh, just think they're really going to have a great year. Speaking with Russell, Athletic Director Russell Wombles on Blue Darter Sports Central. And, Russell, would you, we have a break coming up in a couple of minutes. Would you be able to stay with us after the break until about 12? Uh, sure. Great. I, yeah, before we go to the break, I mean, when we come back, I'd like to talk, uh, get into football. And, of course, we haven't talked too much in depth. Uh, certainly, um, since Coach Rolson was hired, I'd love to have you share with him, uh, our listeners about Coach Rolson. Of course, many of them already know because he's got a long history in Apopka. Um, but also uh, a lot of changes, some more changes in the playoff format, too, and Love to have you bring our listeners up to update on that. But in the say the about two minutes we've got before break, and I realize that's probably not long enough. But you, I always love to hear you uh, share a, a, a thought or two, a recollection or two about your careers, or, or something you might like to, to share about your playing days for the Blue Darter baseball team. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were going for a break. No, I said we got about two minutes. Well, no, we, we, we cut out a little bit. I was just going to have you talk a little bit about uh, maybe a highlight that you had you know, in your your specific career playing, playing for the Blue Darts. I'm not sure I had any highlights. <laughs> you did. I, I saw saw the highlights. <laughs> I saw you play. I mean, my you highlight had highlights. Walking, my highlight was walking across the stage with a diploma in my hand. That, <laughs> that really shocked most people in the I believe, especially your father probably. But uh, anyway. So, now, no, he he always now, believed in you. Well, I tell you what, he he made a difference in my life, no question. And it was people like him that, that gave me a chance to to do to do some things and then go off and uh, get a, get a degree and come back and and work at a fantastic place like this. So I always appreciate it. But the bottom line is, you know, I was fortunate to uh, I was a three sport athlete up until the time. Uh, you know, I, I injured a leg, and, and uh, I was out about six months. And once I came back from that, that was uh, going into my junior year. Before that, I played football, basketball, baseball. And, uh, and then when I came back from the leg injury, I decided I was just going to focus on baseball because I knew that's what I was going to do in college. So had a really good, uh, you know, career, uh, especially team-wise, uh, under Sonny Wise, who taught, taught, uh, taught me a tremendous amount about baseball and and was just very fortunate to play for people like that and, and learn a lot about the game and have, you know, tremendous teachers here who didn't give up on me when it probably would have been easy because I didn't always make it make it uh, easy for them, you know, but uh, just very appreciative of, of everything, you know, even all the way going back to the Little League days, you know, having, I could name off a list of names, you know, people who coached me in Little League and, and things like that. I mean, people like Bobby Manley and Rex Chandler and, you know, a lot of people that, that um, the old-timers around here know. And, uh, you know, I've kind of gotten to the point where I guess I'm an old-timer now, or at least I feel like I am physically. So, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, just, again, you know, just just really blessed and fortunate to, to grow up in a community like this where sports matters, athletics matters. And it doesn't just matter to the school. It matters to the community. They see the uh, value that it brings you know, into kids' lives and, you know, what it does to, uh, uh, you know, to unify and bring together a community. And uh, just, again, just super proud to be a part of it. Exactly. Th- thank you for sharing your personal recollections. And I always enjoyed watching you play and come up, you know, playing on those ball fields during the day. And especially really enjoyed loving having you playing on our Hooters softball team back in the day and your your, well, your contributions you. there. i got to be honest with you. As a 16-year-old high school uh uh, guy, uh, I actually really enjoyed playing on the Hooters. <laughs> well, I, honest, well, actually, you were in college by then, but we, we, won't, oh, we, won't, we won't sweat the details. <laughs> I know, I know. But, but yeah, I, I enjoyed those times, and you know, I was fortunate to, you know, working. I worked in the recreation department from the time I was fourteen until you know, you know, until I went off to college, and you know, had the opportunity when sometimes when. Uh, when people would be short a player in a league game and I was out there keeping score or umpiring or something, they'd ask me to play. And so, you know, I guess I did all right because it got to the point where I was playing in a tournament every weekend <laughs> with someone and uh, just loved it. When I went off to college, I actually played uh, on a, 
pretty big-time travel softball team in Arkansas. And then when I moved to North Georgia, played on another, uh, you know, big travel softball team. And I, that, was, that was a lot of fun, traveling around just playing softball with a bunch of guys having a good time. That's that's for sure. We're going to take that break. When we come back, friends, we'll continue to speak with the Blue Darter Athletic Director, Russell Wombles, and we're going to shift to football on Blue Darter Sports Central. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's a great day to be in a popular Blue Darter. We're speaking with Athletic Director Russell Wombles, also former Blue Darter baseball player from a great era in Blue Darter baseball. Before we go back to Russell, I want to let you know that if you've got garage door problems, Florida Door Solutions has your solution. Door Solutions was founded on the old school foundation of knowledge, professionalism, and commitment to their customer. No garage door problem is too big or too small for Florida Door Solutions. Plus, in the best Apopka tradition, Florida Door Solutions gives back. Florida Door Solutions supports youth sports in Apopka, Apopka Little League, our local schools, and the Apopka Blue Darters. So when you have garage door problems, contact Florida Door Solutions. You can find them at 866-FLA-DOOR. That's 866-FLA-DOOR. Just give them a call and be sure to tell them you're an Apopka Blue Darter. And, of course, you can also find them at FLADOOR.com. Now back to Russell Wombles, Blue Darter Athletic Director. And, Russell, yeah, I'd like to have you share a little bit about Coach Rolson. Of course, you know, people who follow Apopka football closely know that he has a long history with Apopka Blue Darter football. In fact, he was the defensive coordinator for all three of our state championships. But, you know, not everybody that listens to our show follows football that closely. So can you just share a little bit about Coach Rolson and why you chose him to be our next football coach? You know, I don't know why anybody wouldn't follow football closely at Popka High School, so we need to fix that somehow, <laughs> right? But um, so Jeff, is, uh, he was a longtime defensive coordinator. Like you said, he was there for all three state championships for the state runner-up. Uh, he was also with Coach Darlington up in Valdosta when they were a state runner-up there. Um, he um, was also the head coach at Osceola High School for about four or five years. And uh, I think, uh, yeah, four or five years, and, and uh, I, believe, I believe four. In all four of those years, he was the district head coach of the year. And uh, was also in 2007 as a head coach there. He was the uh, Florida Football State Coach of the Year and the Dairy Farmers 5A Coach of the Year in the state of Florida, as well as uh, uh, you know having a state runner up there. A game they, they I think they were 14 and one. It's a game that was very winnable for them, and uh, I think they had their quarterback hurt right before that, and you know they didn't you know that really hurt them, and they wound up losing. I think a fairly good game to uh, St. Thomas Aquinas. So. Uh, so, I mean, his background is just outstanding, and most people here are going to just simply know him as the defensive coordinator at Apopka, and he did that by choice. That was, you know, he wanted to be at Apopka, and he wanted to work with this program, and but he could have been a head coach at, at some of the top programs in the state had he chosen to. And uh, I, I, in actuality, as, hey, as much as we love Coach Darlington, the, you know, the reality of it is uh, Coach Coach uh, Rolson's actually been on the sideline for one more state championship game than uh, Coach Darlington has. So, so he's kind of familiar with the process and what it takes. Um, nothing's going to change in terms of uh, you know our you know our sportsmanship, our kids, the expectations of our kids to act right and, and, and play hard and do the right things, sit in front of the class and say yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am. Those expectations are the same. They're they're not going to change. I assure you. Um, and, and uh, I just, you know, he's just rock solid, high character uh, person. You know, we've just been working really hard to try to put a staff around him that, uh, that uh, you know, fits fits uh, fits uh, our philosophy and his philosophy. Now, thank you for sharing those those great insights about our incoming coach, Coach Rolson. And uh, yes, a very highly respected, um, you know, fellow, of course, as, as as we know, and 
no, I, I think it's uh, I think feel, feel real good and feel real positive about the upcoming season. Russell, we're down now. We're down to the two minutes. Um, you know, anything else you'd like to share here before we have to sign off? Uh, I'm not sure. Well, you know, something about Coach Rosen, I, I do remember, you know, was talking about. It. He was actually an AP All American in football at Eastern Illinois back in the uh, back in the late '80s. I think he was there like '85 to '88. You know, an All Conference defensive tackle there. And, and stuff. So he just, like you said, he has a strong, strong background. I had strong background in track. I mean, he was a state finalist in shot and discus when he was in high school. And helped coach track here before. He'll be our weightlifting coach, and you know, does an outstanding job with that. So he just, you know, he's strong in every in, in every every area. And, uh, you know, we're not just football, but uh, you know, I tell you what, uh, probably with the last minute, I can share some of our tentative football schedule because. Uh, you know, it's not official until we have contracts in place. But, uh, you know, right now we're tentatively scheduled to open up uh, August 17th down in Miami in the Andre Johnson uh, Classic where we'll uh, face Miami Central. So that's a, you know, that's a, we're, you know, <laughs> we're throwing it at Coach Rolston right off the bat, buddy. We've got Miami Central. And then, uh, and then our schedule after that is just really, really difficult. You know, we have Jones. Uh, and we'll have Coral Gables and Fort St. Lucie Centennial and Okoy and Dr. Phillips, Blake Brantley, West Orange, Evans, Lake Mary, Weekiva. So the schedule's crazy tough. The district changed a little bit. Uh, you know, we lost um, uh, yeah, we lost Weekiva. I'm sorry. Weekiva. Seems like I remember that. Weekiva's moving down to uh, – uh, they're moving down a class, and we picked up uh, both Lake Mary and Lake Brantley. So uh, it's yeah. going to be an interesting uh, – year for glad to have those uh, teams back glad to see the Blake Brantley season uh, you know, uh, series renew whether, whether they wanted to or not well, well Russell thank you for joining us today it's always great speaking with you you got it buddy thanks Roger friends have a great day we'll see you soon at Porky's it's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW your hometown station Barbecue lovers know that Porky's Original Barbecue is the home of the great specialty sandwiches, such as the Sloppy Cow, the Smoked Cuban, the famous Monster Ribeye Sandwich, and the all-new Bison Burger, lean, tender, and tasty. And other unique menu items you'll find only at Porky's Barbecue and Apopka. Perfect for lunch or dinner, drive through too. How about your next company gathering? Why not serve up Central Florida's favorite barbecue, sides, and fixings? Call Porky's Catering. Your guests will love it. Porky's Real Good, Real Southern, Real Pit Barbecue. Downtown Apopka. Hi, welcome to PostNet. How can we help you? Okay, well, I need 2,000 business cards, 5,000 pamphlets, and 35 table signs with a fold. And I need them shipped to Miami by tomorrow. Can you help me? Of course we can. At PostNet, we offer shipping via FedEx, UPS, the U.S. Postal Service, and DHL. And we support small businesses with printing, direct mail, designing custom logos, brochures, and more. We do it all here at PostNet. That sounds great. Let's do this. PostNet, Altamont Springs at Montgomery and State Road 434. Online at PostNet.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.